tell us uh, what got you in education. I've always been an avid lover of school and of learning. And so this is something that I felt like I could motivate others to be into. So I went into education. Okay. How long you been in uh, education? I think 28 years. 28 years. That's a long time. Yes. Very long time. Yes, it is. What's your secret to getting the kids motivated? There's really no secret to getting them motivated. Uh, some of the kids <laughs> I've seen you deal with, uh, yeah, it, it, it's got to be a secret. There is no secret. A kid is either going to do or not do. It's building those relationships with them that makes them want to do whatever you as a teacher might ask them to do. Out of all them 28 years, have you ever decided, nah, I want to stop. I don't want to do this no more. Well, not teaching, but I didn't want to do the, I don't know, things that come with teaching. I call it the red tape, but I didn't want to do those things anymore. Um, and I guess it was about two years ago, and I decided to move from the classroom to another position that would allow me to work with kids, just not every day, all day. In the classroom, okay. All right, so how's that working out for you? It's working out perfectly. That's good. But you still you still interact with some of them um, kids that need a little more attention than others. Well, yeah, I'm still a part of the staff. My ultimate goal <laughs> has always been to do what's best for the kids, no matter what position. And I... Um, I'm the MTSS, the multi-tiered support systems um, liaison, and I do um, pull kids in and tutor them and try to help them and get them over the line so they can graduate. Yeah. And that's something I enjoy doing very much. Yeah, I see. I see. 28 years? Yes. So, at what point in your career, because you didn't start out wanting to teach. Yes, I did. You did start out wanting to teach, right out right out of college. Yes, but when I was in college, I wanted to be in education, but I was going to take another route. I had initially wanted to do child psychology, and then that changed. Oh, okay. Awesome, awesome. So... Who is, or should I say it like this, are you allowed to communicate, communicate with kids that are um, not at school, difficult but not at school, you still communicate with them kids? I don't know what you mean, they're difficult and not at school, what, what, um, what do you mean? Kids that get suspended, but they still got work to get done. Absolutely, I can. 
Absolutely. All right, so no kid left behind then, for the most part. We try not to leave any kids behind. I know that's a whole saying back from Bush, but uh, we try not to leave any of them behind. Some kids want to be left behind, and there's really nothing you can do about that as an educator. Okay. So you really really run into... And these are extreme cases I'm speaking of. These are extreme cases. These are cases where the kids just won't show up at all. You can't find them, um, so there's no way to... And even intervene. Okay, all right, all right. You're right. Like you said, like kids that want to be helped, they you can reach them. They don't want to be helped. So, I guess my question, my next question would be, how, or better yet, what is a good technique that you use that helps you? Helps me to do what? I do a lot of things at work. I'm the college and career specialist. I'm the school improvement um, chairperson. I'm the MTSS. So helps me to help me do what? To help you reach the kid or children. I build relationships with them. I talk to them. You know, I see one kid walking in the hall every day, always alone. I'm that person to say, hey, what's up? How you doing? How was your weekend? I'm that person. So I just build relationships with them. Okay. All right. That is why you are loved as a teacher. I guess. Yes. I just build relationships. And once you build relationships, you know, you see that one kid and that kid say, hey, lady, how are you? And And keep going from there. There is. Keep going from there. What do you you really want to know? What I really want to know. What do you really want to know? I I really want to know how come we don't have more teachers like you? That's something I can't answer. That's what I really want to know. Because I can't answer it because I can't speak for other teachers. But I do know if there were a reason that I would actually leave um, education, it would be because of behavior. And because, I mean, at my school... I get support, but there have been people who were concerned about not get not getting any support from admin when they send students down who disrupt learning and keep the other kids from you know right, learning. Right. So it just depends. It just depends, and some teachers have come back from the pandemic and they have experienced some things that, as a teacher, you would never think you would experience from students. So, with that being said, they leave. So you have good ones who are there, but they leave. Leave. Things get a little, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, what's your favorite football team? I know it. What does that have to do with anything? I'm a I, Ravens fan. Okay. That's all I want to that's all I want to put out there. I just want to put out there you was a Ravens fan. I know America, I just took a left turn, but I just had to ask. It's football season still. Um, how do you start your day? What's how do I start my day? A typical day for me is to wake up at 4.30, do the typical morning things, get dressed, drive about 45 minutes to work, get to work, 
go in. I'm usually at work by 6.15. I go to my office. I turn my computers on. I turn my music on. And then I check my email. And then I check my calendar to see what I have planned. Um, and I make me a to-do list on my board. And I get started. And we have this period called Connections where we can request students to come in for tutoring. I just make sure that whatever I'm doing by that time, I stop doing it so I can request students to come in and tutor them. Okay. And then after that, I go back to doing my work. And most of my day is spent either in meetings or doing paperwork, um, looking at um, attendance, looking at um, state test scores, um, looking at um, what else do we look at? Um, surveys that students take in regards to the climate of the school, but that's basically what it consists of. Yeah. So you, you you do testing too as well. You're involved in that as well. And that's like a whole month of testing, isn't it? Not a whole month, but quite close. Boy, that must be exhausting for you sometimes. Not really. I actually like doing testing. Oh, yeah, okay. I have to remember that. But you like you you like school anyway. You you just started from an early age. You just you just dug in. You. I still love school. Awesome. What's wrong with school? Everybody should love school. No, it that. makes it makes for a better society if you are educated at least to some extent. Yeah, I mean, school itself, but the teaching is what 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 would motivate me. Just knowing that the teacher is there and she's going to put in her all. So what I have to do, I got to do the same. She reaching out to me. I'm, I'm talking about me. Nobody else. I'm talking about Greg as a student. She reaching out to me to help me out, doing her best. So I got to reach. I feel it's not a favor, but I feel like I need to feed off of that in a good way. Okay, well, I know this is your interview, but here's my question. Uh -huh. Did you feed off of that in a good way? Yes and no. Um, it's a two-part question, yes and no. Okay, no, it's a two-part answer. Two-part answer, yes. I See, look, look, America, I'm getting corrected already. It was a two-part answer. You're absolutely right, yes and no. But um, I wanted to get you on here and talk to you, just get your, your feel on what do you think education is going today? How do you think it's going today as a teacher? How do you see it getting better, worse? I don't know if it's getting I mean, do when worse. I, I don't know if it's getting better. I do know that things are changing because society says we have to change. Um, back in the day, there was no... You know, no use of computers, like walking down the street. There was no use of computers. And now our kids, they need that immediate gratification of getting an answer for whatever they want. So they get on their phones and they Google an answer, right. you know. Um, I wouldn't say that's bad. They have information right at their fingertips. That's not a bad thing. Um, it becomes troubling and concerning when they're in the classroom and their teachers are instructing them 
and explaining something to them and they're on their phones um, and they're not on their phones doing something educational. So that's a concern. But you also have to look at um, administration. And I don't mean within a school. I just mean like state legislatures, uh, federal legislatures. Um, they kind of set the set the rules. I mean, teachers have to teach what they put in a curriculum because that's what they're going to test them on. Right. So it's not like back in the 80s, you know, you could go to school, your teacher would start the front of the book and she would actually be teaching you and bring in some other things to teach you and you had time to, you know, engage in those things. Well, we try to make classes engaging now for kids, but you have to really step it up a notch and do it a different way because kids now, they have so many distractions right there in class. So something you have to deal with. Right. And I don't necessarily think we had to deal with things like drugs and abuse as much as... I don't know if we had to deal with that as much. You didn't hear about it as much. But today, it's prevalent. You see it. It's right there. So, I don't know. All I know is my job is to protect those kids and do my best to help them to learn, teach them how to think. Right. I think that's my ultimate my ultimate goal, to teach them how to think for themselves. So once they leave school, you know, they might not be the smartest geometry student, but they're able to think critically, and therefore they can become an integral part of society and not just the immediate society, national and global. So I think that's where I am. Have you ever, have you personally ever thought about now you closer to the end of your career that you would... Who said that? I'm, 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 nobody said that. I I'm might saying, go on forever. I mean, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find out if you are thinking about doing a book in the, in the near future. There's a book in your future. I don't know. I thought about it. But I don't, I don't know. I don't really have time. Um... Maybe once my youngest is out of school, I'll be able to do something. But right now, my focus is my job and making sure my youngest son gets through college. That's that's my focus right now. Okay. Okay. Well, my questions were short and sweet. I have uh, Dr. Hartwick on here, and hopefully I get to have her again. And... um. I want to thank her for coming on the show tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you, Dr. Harwick. You're welcome. Thank you comes in the tune of a dinner. I hear that. I hear it. Awesome.